0: Hey, I'm Michael, and welcome to the Good People Effect. They say to grow, you must first surround yourself with the right people. Well, not everyone has access to the right people right now. So, the Good People Effect is a podcast that surrounds you with these awesome humans to help you grow as a person. So, ignite your sense of purpose, explore your inner creativity, follow that adventurous spirit, and get motivated to start becoming the best version of you through a regular dose of the Good People Effect. Enjoy. Welcome to The Good People Effect, Episode 1. I'm so glad you could make it. It's been a long time. I've had some awesome conversations over the last couple of weeks, but we're finally here. Episode 1, numero uno, ready to go. Today, I'm going to be talking to Jason Pietro, Jason's a really cool guy. Um, He's from Evolve Digital Media. Um, So we're going to be touching on film, of course. We're going to be talking about the importance of moderation. We're going to talk about conversation. We're going to be talking about some experiences that I've had, some experiences that he's had around the world and just some things that have kind of um, built us up as people. So um, yeah, enjoy the show. So we're here with Jason Pietro. So Jason and I met a while ago. And uh, he actually inspired one of my my overseas trips to Japan. He gave me a little bit of detail about um, how to get around and some cool things to do, and it kind of uh, pushed me forward a little bit on the trip. So thanks for that, Jay. Jay's uh, Jay's started his own business when he was 22. He broke away from the nine to five, and now he's just doing his own thing. So uh, welcome, Jay.
1: Thanks. That's uh, I don't know how to respond to that actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the nicest kind of stuff you've said about me. So yeah, no. Nah, usually, thank um, you. Usually, not very nice to Jane.
1: <laughs> Usually, there's a bit of ban. I feel like we're talking to people.
0: We yeah, we're talking to people. Now. We kind of are, huh? Yeah, we're kind of talking to ourselves. Not right now, but eventually, people are going to hear this. Yeah, so oh. we're talking to ourselves um, one, yeah. two, one, while people two, are check, listening. Check. So I reckon, I think you meant to, you meant to kind of lean forward when you podcast <laughs> like this. But
1: um, it's pretty nice quality, man. I think in yeah. these headphones, even these are pretty nice. No, they're comfy. They're real good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how's life, Jason? How's uh, how's everything going?
1: Life is uh, life's good, man. At the moment, so yeah. um, from a work perspective, yeah, all is going well. Yeah. Um, socially, everything's good. Yeah. Um, I know I'm being not as uh elaborate with these answers as I probably could be, but I feel like as the podcast builds, I'll open up a little bit more.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's kind of um, what happens. But
1: yeah, life is good. How's life on on your end? I hear there's a trip coming up.
0: Oh yeah, life's pretty good, pretty good on my end. Uh, which trip are you talking about? Your V trip, man. What do you mean? Which trip am I talking about? Ah, oh, the big trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, this is so All
1: of a sudden, that trip doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know what trip you're talking about. It's like, what trip? What trip? Abort! Abort!
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, so that um, that's not 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 till probably around Feb next year. So I'm doing a big trip in Feb and um yeah no nah, so it's still a while away so i'm still kind of planning it'll come quick though man yeah i kind of love how that happens though i don't like fuck I'm, we're already in july man it's going to come very quick now that yeah I it. yeah i'll try not to get too
1: far away from the microphone no
0: nah, that's fine <clears throat> we, we are fine yeah so yeah no nah, it is a while away but i feel like kind of as you get older time moves quicker yeah so obviously it's all relative but when you're when like even now i feel like time's flying past mm. so yeah you're right it's probably going to be right around the corner do you I reckon
1: think. that's because you're looking forward to something though
0: Yeah, I think so. I think in a way. I feel like looking forward to Or that you've got something
1: kind of planned, so it feels like it comes a little bit quicker than it normally would.
0: Yeah, I think that's got something to do with it, but I just feel like as you get older, you kind of, you know, things just go quicker because you're you're more used to the world and you kind of, I don't know, your sense of time seems to kind of fly Mm. past. I think also, generally speaking,
1: people find themselves in some sort of routine as they get a bit older, they get a little bit more settled.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) no no this is good this is good
1: stuff (laughs) no but it's true like you kind of get to a point where um there's a little bit of some form of repetition that that seeps into your day-to-day kind of living yeah um so because there's not so much excitement occurring regularly you feel like time just slips by Yeah, 100%.
0: 100%. But that's why I feel like you need to inject that excitement into your own life and you need Mm. to kind of find ways where, you know, you can make things a little bit more fun or you can kind of plan for things to look forward to. Yeah, for
1: sure, man. That's why your trip's so exciting, man, because you're just packing up and starting, you're essentially starting a fresh life abroad.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just seeing- With with
1: potentially no return ticket.
0: Yeah. I love the idea of just seeing what happens. Like you're
1: just buying a one-way ticket, Yeah,
0: yeah. Not yeah. that
1: you've bought it yet but you will buy a one way ticket
0: and then and then knows? yeah so you plan a little bit and then just leave it leave the rest of it to be pretty spontaneous I think that's kind of a fun way to do things mm. yeah that's me personally I mean it's not for everyone but yeah I'm definitely looking forward to it yeah
1: man for sure you're it's starting in around. Argentina no nah.
0: yeah I'm thinking about starting in Argentina but is this off
1: the podcast oh, is this a side
0: note or are we just is to no, no. be a part of it no this is fine yeah I'm not really too sure whether there's a structure to this. Or nah, no structure, man. No, no structure. So, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about starting in Argentina and then kind of heading up north and, and seeing what happens. Yeah. You've got a trip coming up as well, don't that you, correct. Jay? That is yeah. correct. So, where,
1: where Wait, are we heading?
0: Trip? I'm going to Hawaii for a wedding. That's the one I was talking about. So Hawaii? It's the second time there, yeah? Yes, it is. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, we'll come, um, we'll come back to that new one in a second, Jay. <laughs> nope. But I want to hear about that first trip.
1: <laughs> um yeah so that's happening in end of september
0: yeah yeah how um, How was the first trip that you went on
1: the first one was amazing man like i really did like we worked for the one day we had the wedding so yeah. we filmed that um my cousin uja myself but um the rest of it was kind of just yeah whatever i was keen on doing so there was some some trekking involved there was some waterfall um exploration there was uh Stairway to Heaven, which I heard about from you actually, which was probably one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my life, man. Like, yeah, if yeah. anyone's going to Oahu, I would recommend checking that out. As scary as it is, yeah, it's so exhilarating. Why is it man. so scary? Because it's kind of, I guess, the story behind it is more scarier than the actual trek itself. Yeah. Um, so it's illegal, first of all. Like they've got a guard that gets there at six thirty or seven. He gets there in the morning.
0: Yeah. So you um, gotta kinda of get there earlier.
1: <coughs> we got there at five AM. Yeah. So we got there, it was still dark. It was misty. It was kind of like a it felt like you were on some sort kind of some kind of Lord of the Rings fucking scene. <laughs>
0: That's the best.
1: Um and yeah, man, we got there at five AM and started the trek and um once you start the trek you realise it's not as crazy as people make it out to be. Okay. But it is there there is certain parts of it that are quite intimidating where you're looking kind of left and right and there's this these these drops either side commercials. That sounds like a good
0: night to Dude, me. Dude, you
1: watch Japanese commercials, you trip out. Like, mm. they're just so unique. Like, yeah. it's kind of like such an interesting take on, um, I guess, Asian culture. Like, I've been to other kind of places in Asia or other countries in Asia that um, are a bit more third world and, and, and not as built up as Japan. Yeah. So, I kind of started to build this idea about Southeast Asia and Asia in general as to what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just completely different to that expectation that i'd created in my own mind Mm -hmm. um and yeah man it was it was just it was unreal like sumo wrestling we did and karaoke bars and onsens where you're jumping in a tub naked with other dudes like there's so many interesting things that you're doing in there and you're just like you'd never experience these kind of things anywhere else in the world like it's it's its own thing there's like the western world there's um you've got you know South America, and you've got you've got all these unique flavors, yeah, and then yeah, Japan's yeah. just like its own kind of thing. Do you so. think
0: when they come to a Western society, they feel like things are really boring, or like because they're so not because we feel like they're so bizarre? Do you think mm. they kind of feel like we're really bizarre when they come here as well?
1: Yeah, I think in I think generally speaking, you're always kind of or maybe not always, but I feel like to a certain extent, most people are attracted to something that's different,
0: yeah, or yeah. kind of
1: attracted to the unfamiliar, yeah. Um, so I reckon they would. Not, they Japanese people might come to Melbourne and feel like it's it's completely different because it's so different from what they're used to. But yeah, um, if you're just talking about the city in general, I guess there's not too many differences, like architecturally speaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more what you do there. Yeah, and, there's so many, how many little crazy time,
0: activities man. and so many things you you kind of see for the first. Like we went to a robot cafe. Yeah,
1: man. Tell like me where about we that.
0: watched like robots fighting. Or what about alive. like even your video, man? Like.
1: Just in that whatever three four minute video, there was yeah. so much variety in that three or four minute video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just little snippets of all the shit you got up to, like the little izakaya den bars yeah. and all this shit that yeah. you get up to. The robot fucking cafe, the cat cafes. <laughs> like, it's such a it's such an interesting place. Like they've yeah. really truly harnessed their own kind of culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, it's it's I don't know. That For was... me, it's one of the best places in the world.
0: I I agree totally. Like, agree. It's, it's pretty yeah.
1: it's pretty interesting place, huh?
0: Because I compared that to sorry. I compared that to my, like, three and a half months in Europe, four weeks mm. in Japan, I was like, I kind of, I don't know. I could even, like, maybe say... Do you think that was also because of the company you had in Japan, though? Oh, it was a variety of factors. Yeah. Heaps of things, yeah. But it was just, yeah, you just get, you get so much. And I think it, it does come back to what you said earlier. Like, you're just bombarded with all these new experiences mm. and, and flavors and sights and, and all your senses are kind of tingling and you just kind of, you're just in a different world. Yeah, It's
1: almost hard to take it all in sometimes. Yeah. Like, those times I was just like, fuck, man, like what did I just experience tonight? Like that yeah. robot cafe, that was pretty, that was pretty strange.
0: Yeah. yeah from yeah. anything I've ever experienced. Yeah. But and then um, you have kind of like, so that's kind of like your, your city strange and then you've got your, your country strange and you see mm. kind of, maybe not strange, maybe strange is not the right word, but you just kind of see these things as so kind of different to what you're used to seeing. Yeah. Like even the way the, the villages are kind of set up. and. But even just, their
1: little, even just the little things, man, like you go to a train station and every, everyone lines up To get on a train, like just this, this kind of, um, order. Yeah. Just this, this order and this unanimous, um, respect and, and this acceptance of other people trying to do some shit as well. Like, I feel like everyone just kind of works together and no one's trying to, um, stand out or, or which, you know, you could argue the other side of that, no one's trying to stand out, but...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's there's definitely a light to it, but I feel like there's kind of a dark side to it as well and it's mm. kind of like they feel like they're kind of... or I kind of feel like they're kind of um, kind of trapped a little bit and yeah. and just by speaking to a couple meet, meet of Japanese, Japanese people, people yeah. that they, they were in kind of really trapped situations, just the amount of um, hours they spend working <laughs> and the amount of holidays they get every year, it's just so much less than a Western society and, yeah. it's, and it's kind of... Um, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, and you, you speak to a lot of
1: Japanese people that say that as well.
0: And they, they talk about
1: the Japanese culture and way of life in a, in a real negative way. Yeah. But you know, as a Westerner going there on a holiday, of yeah. course you only see the light because when you're on holiday, you always see the best of a place, you know?
0: Yeah. It's only
1: when you live there and, and experience things on a day-to-day basis that you yeah. start to realize, okay, yeah. um, there's some things I didn't see coming here on a holiday, but, yeah. um, no, nah, it's a, it's an awesome place, man, especially for a, a little getaway.
0: Oh, definitely. And if you've never been like, it's kind of like one of those places that you just have to go to. Like, mm. it's just so much fun. You can, you can like never have enough time there. Yeah. So if you've booked a ticket for, I don't know, two, three weeks, like it's not going to be enough, but yeah. you'll definitely it be to It never back. is though, is it? Yeah. That's the good, that's the kind of place it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Props to Japan. And udon noodles. Props to udon noodles. Ramen. Yeah. It's all good, man. Ramen. Oh, had some nice ramen the other day, actually. Did you? Yeah. See, little ramen bar. Very nice. If anyone's in Melbourne, uh, <laughs> any any,
1: uh, any listeners out there in
0: Melbourne,
1: yeah, yeah, go to the Little Ramen Bar. That's three four five Burke Street in Melbourne. Get the. I don't the, know if that address is correct, but
0: yeah, that's go right. there anyway. <laughs> you want to get Somewhere the vegetarian, uh, vegetarian miso miso base spicy miso. If Miso's you, good, if man. Spicy. I'm a fan of miso. Yeah. So and that little egg, they. It's give a bit you. hit and miss with some people. Sorry, it's a bit hit and miss with some people. Miso, yeah. Mm. Guess a lot of things are. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, where to from here? I don't know. Where are we going with this? Um, do you want to talk about evolve a little bit? What would you like to know? So you started this. So you, I feel like it's it's pretty impressive that you kind of um, broke away from <coughs> the nine to five because you felt that that wasn't for you, and you were kind of brave enough to take that step out of that box, um, and then start and go start your own thing, and and that wasn't just anything or any kind of business that you said to yourself, I just want to make some money. You actually followed your passion. And I feel like that's, that's really cool. Um, Yeah. Well, I guess to a certain extent um, I was
1: helped like my cousin, Eugene, who's my business partner. Yeah. um, And now there's another partner involved in it. It's grown a little bit more, but initially it was, I'd gotten back from a European trip and, I was working at Telstra at the time, and I knew that this nine to five kind of lifestyle, this this corporate life, wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, and I was going through this real kind of negative space where I just really wanted to get out of there. And I still remember the conversation I had with my boss. I was just like, "Fuck, man, I just I know I want to get away for a little bit." He's like, "Sounds like you're having a midlife crisis, man. What are you 20? <laughs> it's like you're twenty years old. You're having a midlife crisis. Yeah. I'm like, I'm having an early life it's
0: crisis. It's better maybe. to have it earlier than later, though. Yeah,
1: fucking a, man. And yeah. I was like, um, so I just wanted to get out of there, and I went on this trip, and I came back, and I was kind of. Um, in between, I guess, hospitality jobs, not really sure what I wanted to do. And, um, I remember my cousin Eugene approaching me and saying he wanted to get something going, which was in his mind evolve. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I was just kind of keen for a new outlet and sure. I, I guess I was, I was kind of gravitating towards something that was a creative outlet as well. Sure. I didn't want to go back to something corporate or I wanted to kind of get out of hospitality and, um, any other job out there. I was hoping that I could find something that, uh, speaks to me a little bit more. Um, And yeah, man, it kind of started from there. He was like, you know, do you want to come along and film some weddings with me? And I was like, yeah, let's do this. And it started out as us filming some weddings just kind of casually on the side while we still did our full-time jobs. Um, And that led to more and more weddings. And it kind of led to me discovering this passion for film as well. It wasn't necessarily a passion that I had. Oh, so as, as you didn't team. you
0: didn't kind of... Um, you had an interest maybe in it, but you weren't really totally passionate about it to begin yeah. with. Yeah,
1: well, definitely had an interest in um, more photography initially. Yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoyed um, drawing and, and that kind of stuff throughout school. But um, filmmaking was something that I guess I learned more about once I started doing it with my cousin Eugene. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I kind of, along that path of, of filming weddings, discovered what you can do behind the camera and, and how powerful you can put something together in the editing suite. Yeah. Um, and then along the way, we kind of watched a few movies and he introduced me to some directors that um, really opened my mind, man, to, to what you can actually do with a camera and, and with making a film. Do you want to uh, drop some names for us, Jay? Some directors? Yeah. Um, well, probably first and foremost, Stanley Kubrick is, is just... They call him the godfather of film and mm. he... You know, rightly so, deserves that title, um, because everything he's done is just so ahead of his time. And if you watch any one of his films, man, they're, they're, he's got a whole cult kind of following. Yeah. Um, and just his, he also had a photography background, which is interesting. Um, and it's kind of relevant in a lot of his, a lot of his scenes. You can tell that the composition and the lighting, it's, it's kind of set up in a way that a photographer would set up a scene. Yeah. Um, and then the difference is he's got some sort of movement on some dolly or stabilizer or, or something that he was again. Um, so innovative with bringing to the film world.
0: Yeah. So for someone that hasn't heard of him before, what kind of like what movies have you, has he done?
1: Uh, so 2001 Space Odyssey.
0: Yeah. Like um, like one of the biggest classics of all one time. One of the biggest yeah. movies probably.
1: Just, everyone's heard the name. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you've never seen it. Maybe you've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. I saw it at the Asta just a couple of nights ago.
0: Asta is amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, you went for the first time not long ago. Yeah. Was that right. was good um he's done 2001 uh, no sorry yeah so 2001 yeah. he's done um uh fucking now i'm drawing a blank because this things
0: <laughs> no that's cool that's cool
1: he's done uh 2001 he's done uh clockwork orange
0: yeah um which is another massive like just a crazy movie from a cinematic point of view
1: yeah oh for sure man for sure and these are all movies that i guess when you watch them you kind of need to keep in mind that they're not from a modern time so sure. you can watch it and feel like it's a it's an older feeling movie yeah um but even you even just if take you take it into it, an account yeah. yeah you just take that into consideration but probably and,
0: still very ahead of their time for when they made it oh 100
1: yeah, yeah. yeah you watch these films and then they're so uh so ahead of the years that they came out it's, yeah it's incredible but um you can still i guess what i'm saying is you can still watch it in this day and age yeah, um, and it still stands the test of time.
0: Yeah, and that's, um, how, you, that's how you can That's how you know of, a good director. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and then there's directors like Wes Anderson.
0: Yeah, which um, is the one we saw the other night. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: right. So he's a personal favourite of mine. Um, Moonrise Kingdom, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. We saw the
0: Royal Tannen Bombs followed by... Everyone knows Wes Anderson. Life of,
1: right? uh, Wes Anderson's So good. So stylized. Did you see that <laughs>
0: Christmas little special film? Yeah, bit? from yeah. H&M or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was
1: nice. But so stylized. So yeah. I guess because he is so specific with his style sure. he can also have a lot of people that dislike him
0: but I feel like you can say that about any great director like of course, if you yeah. look at like Scorsese or like you know that's Scorsese you know what I mean same mm. way as you know it's with, with mm. Anderson so yeah so yeah Darren Aronofsky was probably the one that changed me though yeah. like I saw yeah. Rec Room
1: for a Dream and that was probably the first film I ever saw that is quite dark um, and it's an an interesting ending like you left feeling this sense of um, you just kind of left feeling empty I guess so it's not really a happy, yeah. you know, kind of film. But um, besides that, the actual um, technical brilliance of it yeah. really opened my eyes to filmmaking. I was like, fuck, this is what you can do with a film. Like yeah. this, this is what this this is, the, this is pos- is the, the impact. Yeah, man, yeah. this is the impact you can have on an audience. Because yeah. I watched that and I was just like, fuck, like I've never been left feeling so... Uh, well, I guess I felt empty at the end of that, but I've never had a film have such an
0: impact on me. Sure, sure. Um, so it's made you feel so strongly... Just
1: yeah. yeah, just little did I know that you know music and and imagery could just be so powerful. So yeah, um, that's really what then got me going with evolve. I guess back to evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where it all kind of stemmed from. Just this exploring new films and um, you know, having more conversations about gear and stuff like that. I really started to realize that fuck, I've got a, a serious passion for this world. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna explore it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then evolve turned into
0: what it is today what it is I guess yeah
1: so weddings and real estate and yeah so and where are you guys
0: so you do yeah <laughs> weddings real estate all that other kind of stuff but what are you kind of looking at for the future What's where's it going
1: no idea man to be honest um, I'm just kind of we've had a few conversations about where we want to take it and we've set it up in a way that um, I guess it's a profitable creative business yep, yep. which is quite cool um, but the majority of our income at the moment is is property videos and, sure. and weddings still, which nothing wrong with those yep. things, but they're not something I'm passionate about. Like, are wedding. you
0: going to kind of um, turn up the dial on your kind of passionate side of filmmaking and kind of um, focus on that moving forward at all?
1: Well, I guess at some stage, me and Huge. Got the ball rolling to to want to do some sort of short or some sort of film. Yeah, are yeah. Thinking maybe a TV series because that's quite relevant today. Nice. Um, so at some stage we'll have to pull the pin on wanting to do that. Um, when that happens, well, I'm doing a short course on, um, graphic animation. So oh, nice. So like After Effects work. So like After Effects yeah. work, which is um, touching a t- kind of dabbling in a new field for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, But it's necessary as well. So yeah, but that's that's kind of all, like. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that, that program's awesomeness. So. Yeah, we'll see where that takes us. So. Yeah.
1: But at some stage, I want to still have Evolve running as a business yeah. so we can still generate some form of income. But I want to put that income and and, and my passion and, and my drive into something bigger, some sort yeah. of film or yeah. something like that. So,
0: yeah, that's... Kenji the Bonsai. That's
1: a Kenji, Kenji the Bonsai. When are we doing that, man?
0: We're uh we're making a little anime series. Kenji the Bonsai, main character. He's a bonsai.
1: A bonsai tree. And his best yeah. friend was uh Dexter the dog? No. Nah. Yeah. Was it? I Dex isn't there
0: then. Cat Dude might visit. Cat Dude might visit as yeah, well as yeah. a
1: char- Cat Dude could be a character man. Yeah. So could do it. Yeah, so could they could all be characters. <laughs> but Cat Dude's got such I don't know. He's got such charisma, I reckon. He does. He, he does. could be he could be a really cool cartoon character.
0: We are back with Mr. J. Yeah. Um, oh.
1: <laughs> um So what's happening? What's yeah. happening, bro? How are
0: yeah. we feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. How How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. How's life? It's good. It's good. I want you to be comfortable when you come to the podcast. I'm always yeah. comfortable in this room. To good man, people to be effect. Honest. And now that we have got this new piece over here, yeah, it's quite nice, huh? You can kind of get lost in it a little bit. A little bit. Just like, a little you can bit. definitely get lost in it. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, no, it's good So we're just like talking it, about plus nice colours too We're talking about Cozzy a bit earlier Cozzy Osco Yeah, yeah, yeah So we're just saying how um, How good it was to kind of go over the photos again And kind of reminisce about Cozzy yeah. What do you think of that trip? Because that was very different to uh, Butterbox and Blue Mountains trip That we did a couple of weeks before A couple of months before that
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely different um, It was probably more of a kind of boys trip, I guess Boys trip plus Faye, yeah It was <laughs> Us, you like that one. I don't know if she was really part of the trip. Yeah, but yeah, nah, she was with us all. She, <laughs> she was with us in spirit. Yeah. Um. Now nah, that was good, man. That was really cool. It was kind of nice to do the summit and this, you know, this feeling of we've kind of conquered something or, yeah, um, accomplished something. I guess. But it was nice because we did that in a group environment. Yeah. Um. So it was yeah. It was this cool kind of camaraderie and yeah. It was it was it
0: was, really it was nice. good, man. Yeah. I it was don't know. A good What'd boys trip. It was kind of like the perfect. Boys' trip, I think. Yeah, that was good yeah. fun. It was yeah. good fun,
1: and every night kind of had its own yeah. little.
0: And Faye added to it. Faye was this lovely old lady that we met as we were going in that sold well, us Lou the met. tickets. We really,
1: didn't really, really meet her. Yeah, she yeah. She was just
0: the lady that sold us the, the tickets. Yeah, she was good fun yeah But um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Cosy was uh, Cosy was a good trip because it was kind of <laughs> like we just a... left it on. She was good fun. Yeah. Everyone's
1: like, what the fuck? Yeah, with who the hell
0: fade is chick? this Faye chick? Yeah, it's literally just an old lady sold us tickets. We thought she was really cute. <laughs> End <Yeah>. of story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she still uh, gets brought up to this day. <laughs> yeah, I lost my glasses on the mountain. That was pretty messed up. Did they have a call you? Uh yeah, they called me to tell me that they were still looking, which was very nice of them, but mm. they didn't find them, unfortunately. Are you
1: sure you lost them on the mountain? Or yeah. is that just what you think? That, no. That's the best bet.
0: Well, we actually saw them in one of the videos. So we were kind of doing a bit of yeah, kind of had a background you... work when we we're looking through the photos and we we're like, wait a minute. So we found the last point where they existed and that was on the mountain. I heard the photo
1: night just turned into a a bit of a who's the best photographer kind yeah. of critique. Yeah, you heard
0: about this. Yeah, 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 heard yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it.
1: in the loop, we're on the street. Now Dan was telling me, he was yeah. like, yeah, and then everyone just started like, or um getting stuck into each other about yeah,
0: these photos yeah. because Louis had the Louis has like the iPhone 7 plus Yeah. so he's got like a really nice camera mm. which um, helps a little bit but he 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 has some pretty good photography skills and yeah. then we've got like me with the iPhone 5s and I don't even know what Danny had but uh there were some funny photos so that came out. So Danny's up. were the worst of it, I Oh, saying? I'm not going to say. Is anything. that
1: official on the podcast? Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know, they were pretty bad. Danny boy, if you're listening. Buddy. Sorry mate. He only had he only had the tools was working with, I guess, and you know, I'm trying to be nice to Danny. good chef never blames his tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but no, it was good. And then we went through uh went through uh, Shane stuff as well. Stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. He took some nice videos. I, th- I feel like everyone got some nice... Like it was it was quite a nice trek that we did. Yeah, but Google kind of crazy because it, it, it puts it in chron- chronological order for you. So you can kind of... all the, all the, From all four people, it kind of um, puts a little bit of a timeline together. So you can go through it and kind of relive it a little bit. And they also kind of stitch together photos randomly. So mm. they'll get like three photos and they'll stitch them all together that were taken in the same area.
1: Oh no and shit. It,
0: yeah. It's crazy. And they just throw them in the mix with you when you're going when you're going Fuck, through that's it. That's pretty cool actually. Yeah, it was. It was it was pretty cool.
1: That was a good trip, man. That feels like it was a while ago as well, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yes. I guess
1: going nah. back to the start of the podcast,
0: time flies, huh, when you're having fun? Yeah, well that was definitely a lot of fun. I mean, like how long were we there? Like three nights? Uh, two nights, sorry, and then uh, we did two nights, three days. Yeah, ago. then we summited Kosci, the tallest point in Australia, we the saw, highest probably, point in Australia. So yeah, there was a moment yeah. where
1: you were the highest man in Australia. Yeah, that was
0: good. And, and then, then you got to the summit, and you were the, the highest, highest man. In yeah, Australia. we had a uh, <laughs> we had a hash brownie on the summit of Mount Kosciuszko. I don't know if that was the best idea, but it was it was definitely it was an interesting trip down. Yeah, it was fun. It
1: was, but it also it uh, also it was resulted, a vegan. It also resulted in you losing your glasses. Though.
0: It was a vegan hash brownie, by the way. It was, it was a yeah. very tasty vegan. That was pretty macaroni. good, man.
1: Actually, I got some good reviews on that. Yeah, I spread that out to a few people in the family, and that was uh
0: in the family, huh? Joe, just, just... yeah, <laughs> Joe and Rob, Joe and Rob, yeah, yeah. Let's just
1: make sure Joe's mum's not listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Highly doubt that will happen.
0: Oh, well, we never know. Who knows? Who knows? She's <laughs> just how... tuning in to how... The, how... the good people effect. <laughs> yeah so tell us about the name man where'd that come from the name well um you know the old proverb you know you surround yourself with good so people you can hear that. yeah you can hear that
1: that's fucking pretty loud man yeah it's pretty loud sorry we're just uh i'm just i'm still quite amazed with the equipment that we're using here yeah it's pretty good stuff huh? it's nice setup man like this mic kind of picks up hey that that's- sounds pretty good you
0: could like make a track Yeah. Anyways, Everyone's like, all
1: oh, right. What else is on? <laughs> this is the point where they tune <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Change channel. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, what was I talking, about? You were talking uh, about? Good people the, effect. The name. Yeah. 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 So the old proverb: if you surround yourself with the right people, that's the best way to grow. So I thought, well, not everyone, you know, has access to those people right now. So why don't I get some cool people on a podcast mm. and get people kind of, um, you know, growing through these conversations, or at least motivate or encourage people? And I, I thought, what would be you know, what would be the best way um, to do that? And I thought, well, maybe maybe things that I love, maybe other people might like them as mm-hmm. well. So that, And I feel like creativity was one of the big things. So I said, okay, one of the pillars is creativity. One's adventure, living a more adventurous life and, and pushing yourself to kind of limits that you don't normally go just so you can grow. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, how else do people grow um, with a purpose? So I was like, okay, creativity, adventure, a little bit of purpose thrown in health and well-being and, you know, here we go.
1: But where did the whole idea for the actual podcast? That's, so that's kind of the name and what
0: the podcast yeah, is about. Yeah, but yeah. where did the initial podcast thought kind of um, where that come from? Yeah. yeah, I've always kind of had it in the back of my mind. I've always kind of really enjoyed conversations yeah. and just kind of um, you know delving into kind of people's stories because I find them fascinating. And I was thinking, you know, why not? You know, why not have um, something where other people can kind of get a be the fly on the wall in these conversations? You mm-hmm. know what I mean. And it's come up a few times and there was actually a time recently I was at Papa's house And we're all kind of sitting around having a good time. Papa do, Papa do in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just about- best house parties this side of the world. Yeah, but ladies the, and gentlemen. But the house is going, huh? Yeah, they're getting it's rid kind of that. sad. Mm. But there's one last hurrah, which will be good. Yeah, that would be fun.
1: Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Apparently, we can destroy anything in on that night. Yeah, probably. because
0: they're gonna tear down the house <laughs> anyways. What uh, a crazy
1: party! I don't know if that's really legit, but yeah, I don't know. Some shit's gonna get broken.
0: Probably is. Mm. We'll have to see what nah, happens.
1: But yeah, anyway,
0: sorry. Hey, I mean, poor guy. He's getting, he doesn't care. He's the one who suggested <laughs> yeah, it. He's
1: actually the one suggesting it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, I thought about it one night at Papa's house because um, yeah, we were having a really good conversation and the, the word podcast was thrown around a few times and yeah, here it is. So.
1: Oh, so it all kind of stems back to a conversation at Papa's house. Yeah.
0: Well, I was always thinking time. about it initially, was that but that, that
1: kind of was, that, book guys that was that the had.
0: catalyst. Nah, 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 It was but another night. It was just a party. Oh, it was
1: that time we went there, wasn't it? You and Papa were having that chat?
0: Yeah. With the yeah, fire with yeah. the bonfire going on the back. and. Right. yeah. Bit of a Nintendo sixty four Mario Kart, yeah, that which was uh, fun. I taught you taught you some lessons he on that me one. That you're no good, and, and uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I offered Jay a discount lesson. He refused the offer, but uh, he needed it in this the end.
1: podcast of threats <laughs>
0: <laughs> or humiliation. So, uh, nah, good times that uh, are Yeah, um, fuck, I was gonna ask. That's something good to ask. That's all right, Jay. Let me ask you a question. Are
1: right, you hit me? Yeah. No, no, no. yeah,
0: all right, here You go.
1: Are you sure? Oh, I was gonna say, do you reckon?
0: because you mentioned
1: that you really enjoyed conversation yeah um do you reckon do you reckon a podcast is an authentic kind of conversation that you're having with people or do you reckon that there's this certain persona that comes out when you're having a podcast conversation with someone and then the real conversation happens
0: in the aftermath that's that is like the best question i've ever heard in my life jay i'm <laughs> oh, very nice very nice so uh, where, do I, that then, where do i begin
1: wasn't even sure if it made sense because <laughs> the no. look in
0: your face after i said it was like wait did that make sense no it totally made sense yeah so i feel like people naturally have uh, a mask on a lot of the time yeah so people go out into the world with this mask on and it's kind of intensified when you're on things like dates or you're kind of like on a podcast yeah or, or even on a podcast for the first time possibly right yeah. so i didn't really want the podcast to be too much like that um, I like, I think having a bit more of a conversation with people once you're a bit warmed up, feels really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like the idea of kind of um, these masks. And I feel like kind of the guests that come on this show and the guests that I want to invite, I feel like um, they would naturally kind of take that mask off for this show. Hopefully, anyways, because then people can really get to know people. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like, but yeah, naturally, um, these conversations kind of break down those masks and you're kind of, and you're kind of all good. Um, but yeah, there's always so, sort of some level. And, and on another level, like the conversations afterwards i found are kind of crazy because everyone is so warmed up. Everyone's just had this mad little chat. It's It's gone for about an hour. And then afterwards, we just kind of, boom, it's like another level. So, yeah. I mean, even having that... You
1: really, You break into a deeper kind of... Yeah,
0: yeah. And you go into these kind of directions that kind of... You're yeah, a bit mind-blowing because it's like you've actually warmed up having a chat for an hour. So, I mean, it's just... I mean, conversation is so good for you. It's so good for the soul, Mm. you know. It kind of allows you to express yourself. It allows you to um, hear other people's, you know, um, opinions and points of views and and how they see the world. It's the best. Mm. No, I agree. And then I guess my follow-on question is, do you think you
1: can listen back to this podcast that you and I are having right now? Sure. And do you reckon you can learn something yourself, even though you're
0: involved in the podcast? Yeah, it's kind of like when you watch a movie for the Once. second time or and something. then you watch yeah. it again. Exactly, you watch it yeah. again, and you kind of pick up things you kind of might have missed before. Yeah, well, you'll be
1: listening to this from a different perspective, I guess, as well. Won't exactly. You? Yeah. You're
0: not, and it'd be a bit strange because I'm in it as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. But you might get to a point where you're like, "Oh, yeah, there's just two people now having a chat." Yeah. You might forget that that person,
0: hopefully, on, on the end
1: of one voice is you. Yeah. And they will be like, "Oh, that Michael guy saying some pretty interesting shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool, man. Now I think it's a, I think it's a really good idea. I think what you've done is really, um, admirable, to be honest. Because yeah, admirable. Sorry, because. Yeah, kind of getting people in and initially, even myself, I was a little bit nervous, even though we fucking talk shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is still going to be recorded and people are going to be hearing it, but yeah, a certain amount of time goes past and you realize you're just actually having a conversation. Just having a chat. Just having a chat? Yeah. Just yeah. chatting away, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, it's good, man. Nah. I um I appreciate your appreciation, Jay.
1: Well, I'm, uh you know... I guess the beers are helping, but yeah,
0: and that beers are good. So, um, it's nice. It's all been good so far. We, everything's good, like everything's good in moderation, I believe. And we, we're actually, we've done, we did the clean, no plain May, we called it. We did, and that was Jay's pretty no much, yeah, no, um, no alcohol. Yep. Um, definitely no smoking. No substances um, of any sort. Of any sort. And we tried no, to limit um, Healthy food. Yeah. I didn't even eat meat. You, I don't think you ate meat. I either. didn't eat meat.
1: Oh, maybe. A little bit. Maybe yeah. for once yeah. for the
0: month. Yeah. But yeah, it was So not was much meat. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of just exercised. Yeah, bit of yoga. There was yeah. yoga in there. bit of um, a few cold showers. A few cold Wim Hof technique. Wim Hof if technique. It, yeah. yep. A few breathing techniques. If no one's ever heard of Wim Hof before, you have to check him out. It blows your mind what um, his breathing techniques could do. Um, to the way you feel.
1: That's our W I M H O space
0: <laughs> double F. No, nah, but seriously, Wombhol. Check f- him out. Nah, I f- think f- it's one F. I
1: think it is as well. Yeah, I feel like there's only six characters in his name.
0: Just the feeling you've had, ah. Yeah, huh? just too, Wishes. Spidey Sense, huh?
1: Um. Yeah. No, it was a good month, man. It was, yeah.
0: No, it was like it, really good. How'd you feel? I felt great. Yeah.
1: I felt probably the best I've ever felt in a really, really long time. Yeah. Especially probably two weeks. Or about a week and a half in. Yeah. Um, because I guess I've... I don't know. I was just kind of, whatever, drinking and, um, you know, enjoying yourself maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. So then to have a cleanse for a month is great, but you really notice the effects maybe that first week and a half in. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, you're feeling quite good. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like continuing that behavior or that, um, that pattern
0: that you've, you've created. You know what it does? It gives you this imprint. Like it it makes you kind of feel so good like in a way that you might not have ever felt before and then you just remember that. So every time you kind of go for some snacks or you kind of, um, which is okay to do now and then, don't get me wrong, but it kind of kicks you back in the year and says, hey, remember how good that felt? Yeah. Like- Because you're not, yeah, until you do it, you don't know what that
1: euphoric kind of feeling is like and then you do it and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I remember how that felt. Like even now we're talking about doing this July thing. Yeah. Which I think we're, willing to make some exceptions for
0: certain events that... Yeah, that's uh, another hurt. thing, man. You can't just kind of do something like this and say, I'm never ever... I mean, it's good to it's good to be strict, but mm. I guess for, for me and I guess for you as well, it's kind of like um, you still need to enjoy yourself. You still need to kind of have a good time, but you need to do it with um, moderation.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I learned. I mean, I always knew that everything in moderation was kind of like, oh yeah, everything in moderation was a, a motto I threw around that I yeah. thought I believed in. but. I really learnt it when I did this dry, uh, No Play May.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like,
1: fuck, man. Like, it made me realise that you don't have to do months and months on end without having a drink or whatever. Sure. But, you know, it was just about that balance, I guess, that I, I kind of found whilst doing this No Play
0: May. And that whiskey we had. That whiskey. We did not We didn't have one drink for, I don't know, I think it'd been three weeks at that point. And we had like this nice... No, I think it was only like a week, dude. Nah, it was definitely more than a week. Maybe a week and a half. I'm going to say three. I'm going to say a week and 3 I'm going to say it was right before Kosciuszko. So that would have been about three weeks. It was about a week before Kosciuszko. Okay, so we'll split the difference and we'll call it two weeks. We'll flip a coin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway. So whether it was was one or two weeks, we had this whiskey. And just because we'd been kind of restricting ourselves, Mm. it felt kind of nice to give ourselves that one little treat. It did, yeah. And it was nice kind of the atmosphere like at a jazz bar. And it was just kind of like... It was kind of felt nice. Yeah. But to see, if we would have gone and finished the whole bottle or if we would have got like... 10 beers, which easily could have happened. Yeah. We kind of, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't have been, we wouldn't appreciate it as much. Wouldn't have
1: enjoyed it as well. That was the point for me. It was like, I had that one and a part of me kind of felt,
0: a small part
1: of me felt guilty. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have had that. But then it was like, that's kind of where I learned the lesson that, oh, well, look, if I'm just going to have one drink um, on one night with friends because of this excuse or, you know, to to enhance this experience, yeah, um, then that's okay. But yeah. it wasn't about getting carried away with that. It was just about, allowing yourself that little bit of, oh, you've been good. Yeah. So now enjoy this little bit.
0: Yeah. And you don't have to do yeah, all it was, these. It's quite interesting
1: for yeah. me anyway, internally, but
0: yeah, for sure. Um, now I'm looking forward to a dry July. Dry July should be good. Dry July should be good. I was going to say like, you don't really have to do everything either. Like you don't have to go above like, and beyond. You could do one small thing for the month and kind of say, okay, well this month I'm going to whatever it might be, you know, yeah. I might try to limit my sugar, for example. <laughs> Like, that yeah, would be a big be, kind that'd of... That'd be
1: probably better than cutting out fucking smoking and drinking, man. Yeah. Because sugar's,
0: sugar's... Sugar's the devil. Sugar's is is actually sugar's the worst fucked. thing. Like, it
1: offers your body absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I guess
1: you could argue the same thing about drinking and smoking. Yeah, but, but it does
0: so much more damage than just that. Like, it's just crazy how bad it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. It
1: gives you, yeah, it's it's fucked. It's pretty bad.
0: So, yeah. Stay away from sugar, guys. So, guys, sugar is a no-no. <laughs> they say it has the same effect on your brain as cocaine. What do you mean? Yeah, like they've done tests and they, they say that it's got the same addictive qualities as cocaine. Like they see similarities within the brain.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah. They it's say crazy. that
1: about chili as well.
0: Oh, really? Mm. Mm, okay.
1: But I guess that's just another form of drug, really. Something that...
0: I like my chili. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's bad for you, but nah, I think I again,
1: in moderation, like if you have too much of it, maybe it's not. Mm. I don't know. Depends. I'm not the right person to be answering
0: this question. Chile's pretty good, I don't know.
1: <laughs> the country or the food? What are we talking about here?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It could mean a lot of um, things.
1: When was your last Wim Hof experience? Uh,
0: are you still doing it? Yeah, it was on Sunday.
1: Oh, you're still doing it, even in winter?
0: Yeah, no. They're getting, are you really? They're getting cold. So what uh, you do is you, you kind of... Keep talking, I'm just going to get a beer. Yeah, can you grab me one as well, please? Okay. Yeah, so for the Wim Hof technique, what you do is you breathe, you, you sit down and you breathe in and out really deeply. So, you take a really deep breath in and then you let out just a little bit of air. So, you do that 30 times and then um, after the 30th time, you hold your breath. You, you you exhale fully and you hold your breath. And then what will happen is when you feel like you need to breathe, you take one really deep breath in and you hold that for 15 seconds. So what that does is it does a lot of things like yeah, I know it's good for you and it, and it pretty much um, makes your body in an alkaline state. You feel like you've never felt before. You just, you okay. feel incredible. You do three rounds of that. You have a cold shower I know it sounds intense, but if you try it, it'll blow your mind. It is intense, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a cold shower, and then your body's in this alkaline state. So your body's kind of like um, really tingling, and you feel like you, you're really motivated to just take on the world. You just feel so energized and so alive, and um, yeah, it's just it feels really good. Remember that day I gave you a buzz after doing it? I think was it for the first time, or maybe yeah. it might have
1: been for the second time. I can't really remember. No, that. I think it was
0: the first time you called me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And it was just like I'd had about. Eight shots of coffee. I've never heard you like that on the phone before. You it's just like started... Had, it's like I had three lines. Yeah. Three Vs. Yeah. I was buzzing, man. Like, yeah. it unlocks this energy that I guess is within.
0: It's all natural, right?
1: Yeah, man. Like, it was fucking... It was pretty trippy, actually, to go through something like that. Just kind of naturally with no substances or anything like that. Like, I actually felt this buzz of energy.
0: Yeah. Well, Wim Hof actually created that um, to kind of take on depression, so oh, okay. yeah, so yeah. So he uses this. So he's got all these like world records for like doing all these crazy things. Yeah, I and saw he's, him like, like, sit
1: in the fucking. Yeah. You know, did you see that one where he's sitting in the snow?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like buried crazy, in yes. snow for like I don't even like know like an hour and a half, man. Yeah, yeah. And he's just in his jocks because he's he's found a way to. I'm,
1: I'm certain he's not real. He's yeah, not a real person. He
0: can he's done he's done this kind of um cold temperature immersion for a while, and he's um. He's can, he can pretty much uh, regulate his body temperature from the inside out.
1: Yeah. Well, that's they were actually tracking him while he was in there. Yeah. And his body temperature, I think initially it kind of dropped when the ice first hit him. Yeah. And then he kind of leveled it out. And mm-hmm. it got to a point where by about, I think it was about half an hour in, he yeah. was just kind of back to the point that he was at before he had got in the ice yeah.
0: bath. Yeah. yeah. So
1: he had kind of just yeah regulated his body temperature and his heart rate was at a... A stable level, and yeah, yeah. Um, he was saying something about his skin and the outside of his body feeling cold.
0: Yeah, but still, the inside was still warm. Yeah, he was still yeah. generating
1: this um,
0: insulated heat. Yeah, I was like, fuck, that's pretty impressive, man. Like, it's almost like a a, a mindset. Yeah, he, he he always goes on about this mind body connection. Yeah. So I feel like that's what you increase by doing his technique, and that's all he kind of advises. He hasn't really got any kind of. He's not trying to sell you any drugs, or he's not trying to like you know give nice. you give you all this stuff like kind of you know. I don't know, you a kind of snake oil. He just tells you pretty much his awesome breathing technique um, and he proves that it works as well, which yeah. is cool. Well, he was saying that it's
1: all... Um, there's a lot the body can do. There's yeah. a lot the body can repair and heal and he reckons there's a lot that the body is capable of, the mm-hmm. mind and the body is capable of that we're just not really... Um, tuned into we're, just, we're not really aware
0: yeah yeah.
1: Um, so that's part of his teaching as well he reckons that pharmaceutical companies and whatever are selling us all this bullshit yeah just to co- continue making profit yeah and he's kind of there saying that nah you've got everything within to kind of heal yourself yeah that was all part of that experiment that he did yeah it's pretty yeah. impressive I, I don't know it was interesting man I was, I was blown away by it I definitely like, oh, dude, interesting this,
0: dude, this dude's trippy ass yeah. it was actually yeah it was very interesting so everyone out there that's kind of interested check it out I
1: reckon you should um get him in for a podcast. I reckon that would be pretty good. Wim Hof, your if hints?
0: you're out there. Wim Hof, if you're listening,
1: <laughs> uh, come on down to insert address.
0: <laughs> you know where we're at.
1: <laughs> you know where we're at. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, let's let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk. So we've talked about Wim Hof. We've talked about Ooh, Butterbox. Where are, we yeah, where are we going? Talked about Hawaii. Fuck, we've talked about a little, a few. We've touched a few on a things. few things. Yeah, a few yeah. Things, yeah, So where do you want to um, go? Let me think. Hmm, where should we go with this, show?
1: What about? Where do you want to go, man? What do you want to talk about? What's what? What are we doing here?
0: Tell me about one of your. What's something besides filmmaking that you really enjoy in your life? Let's go deep with it.
1: Um. Something I really enjoy.
0: Yeah, this is the section where I kind of put the guests on the spot a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, that's all right. I don't mind being on the spot every now and then. (laughs) Being in the pain box, as we learned in Butterbox. Um, I guess something I really enjoy is... It's hard narrowing it down to just one, I guess. There's a lot of things I enjoy. Um, I enjoy being a part of... Some form of team that's trying to achieve a higher goal. Yeah. Um, I enjoy making people laugh, even if it's at my own expense expense of being a bit of an idiot or a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. um, I like to see people laugh and and feeling happy and feeling good because that brings me a sense of happiness as well. Yeah. Um, Just the little things, man. Small acts of kindness are good. There's a lot I enjoy outside of filmmaking, I guess I'm talking about when I'm...
0: Relating to human beings. Yeah, and sounds like you're actually noticing these things, these moments, sorry, and like kind of appreciating them, which is really good.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I've probably known of them for a while, but maybe doing filmmaking has helped me. I think I've become a bit more observant in mm-hmm. the last five years with being behind the camera. In what way? Well, I guess for me, being behind the camera, you need to be observant. Yeah. Um, as part of the job. Yeah. Because you need to. You need to be aware, and you need to. Um be on the ball and, and capture certain things. I'm talking about live events, but sure, you need to notice things and kind of make sure that you're kind of switched on. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise yeah. you miss that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I think from that, from what I've what I'm doing from a work perspective, I guess I've learnt a lot about myself as well. Um, and yeah, man, that's just
0: some of the things I suppose. Yeah. What that's, about you? That sounds uh sounds pretty good, Jay. <laughs> I think we're actually out of time, but uh ah, boom That's
1: it huh? you cut was... me off at, cut me off at that twenty minute mark.
0: Yeah, uh that's that's um that's it for tonight, I think.
1: No, that's cool, man.
0: Um I think we probably uh probably rambled a little bit longer than No, no, I feel like that was great, man. I feel like that wasn't rambling at all. That was good. That was just chats with friends. Chats with friends. Chats with friends, and the good people effect. That huh?
1: the good people effect. That's what I was. So uh, for.
0: we're gonna we're gonna have some details about Evolve on the show notes. We're also gonna have some details about Hawaii and the place you visited.
1: Yeah, and also what uh, stairway to heaven. Blue, Stay away to heaven Blue Mountains Yep butter, We're going to have that some That Butterbox um, Gorge Is worth anyone checking yep. out man
0: 100% Yep Japan there's, There'll Tokyo. be some details um, on Japan And there'll also be some details I'm promising a lot But there'll be some details On that director that you mentioned And there'll also Stanley be Stanley
1: Kubrick, Wes Anderson
0: Yes those, And Darren Aronofsky yeah. Don't forget the and names there's
1: plenty more If you're interested
0: And there'll be a link to Wim Hof I'll throw a link to Wim Hof on there as yeah, well Yeah for sure man I so, that's uh, pretty important as well So show notes are going to be good So check them out And thank you for listening Hang on hang on Before uh, we wrap it up Are we doing a bit of handpan or what yeah, I'm going to throw that in the, epi- on the, oh, the episode. Oh, uh, that's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Let's
0: wrap it up. Hope you enjoyed the very first episode of The Good People Effect with uh, Jason Pietro. So, uh, if you haven't already, please jump on to The Good People Effect or goodpeopleeffect.com and um, check it out. It's a pretty cool slide I just put together. Um, I'm going to be running a bit of a competition for the first 50 people to subscribe to the newsletter. So, just leave your email address um, in the subscription form, and um, yeah, I'm not too sure what the prize is going to be, but I can promise you it's going to be fucking cool. So um, yeah, so if you're if you're one of the first fifty people, there's going to be a bit of a draw in a couple of weeks, and there's going to be an awesome prize up for grabs. And I'm also going to plant a tree for everyone that subscribes because it is um, early days, and I kind of want to get this thing going. So please jump on the website. Please subscribe. And um, yeah, check out the show notes because it's going to be a juicy show notes section for this show. So we're going to have all the things we discussed on the show there. Uh, We're also going to have um, a bit more information about Evolve. So if you've got a wedding coming up or if you need some filming done, um, Jay and his crew are really, really exceptional. So uh, yeah, check out their stuff. Um, Anyways, I'm going to be playing a bit of handpan now. um, And yeah, we'll see you next time.